Ah, hey, Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, (laughs) bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show. Good morning, 88.9 The Bridge. What a wonderful Tuesday it is. My name is Sophie Prock. And I'm Andrew Howison, and you're listening to KMIH Mercer Island. Um, we're back Tuesday morning, 7 a.m. Yes, we are. I feel like it gets easier. Um, I wouldn't agree with that. I had to pick up Mr. Sid this morning. Hi, Sid, in edit one. And I was like, awesome, pick you up, 6.20. And I didn't leave the house until 6.20. <laughs> so I picked him up at 6.26. But that's okay. We got here on time. We're here to host. Sid's here to do the news, as that will come later this morning. Um, But, yeah, no, I wouldn't wouldn't agree with you, Andrew. I think it it is pretty hard to get up still. Would you say it's harder or just the same? It's always been the same. I don't know. It depends on how much sleep I get. (laughs) That's a fair point. Yeah. Well, today we have an action-packed show. We're going to be talking about a little bit of Tay-Tay. We're going to be talking about the next upcoming holiday. We're going to be talking about Halloween. (laughs) I was like, what holiday is that? Well, I mean, like a a favorite, Halloween. Obviously, obviously. Um, So we have a lot lined up. Make sure you stay for the entire hour to hear some awesome news and sports. Here's talk about Halloween. Um, And, and, and. A little surprise for me, Andrew and I. At the end, we, um, we decided that radio isn't enough for us. Yeah. We decided that we're pursuing a new career. A career in rap. So you'll hear that at the end. So you have to stay tuned to hear Sophie spit some mad bars. Mad bars. I'm talking crazy bars here. Crazy bars. But first, I want to take us back. Take us back, Andrew. To next week. Okay. So taking us us forward. It's really, it's really, it's really forward. Okay. Take us forward. Halloween. Time travel. Sophie. Yeah. Who are you going to be for Halloween? Well... It is, how many days are we away from, from Halloween? Seven? We are um, seven Monday. days away. No, it's on Monday. Halloween. Oh, so okay, sorry. Six, six Yeah, you're right, yep. you're right. It's Tuesday today. We are six days away from Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to be Maverick from Top Gun. Ooh, that's a good one. I do not have that costume in my possession. So I don't think that I'll be able to pull that off, you know, without the actual costume. Because well, I order it online. I didn't go to Spirit Halloween. So I might just have to pull something together, Halloween weekend and just go with it you just totally diy it though i mean i could like what would i wear my camera leggings i don't have a green shirt i have some aviators and then just a a bomber jacket i don't have a bomber jacket oh you no one in your family owns a bomber jacket um no Hmm. i don't think so well then what are you gonna do you have six days uh, well, my friend Kendall said sh- that she would let me borrow some of her scrubs, so I can be, so you're just be a, a doctor. Nurse. That's good. Whoa, 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 doctor whoa, nurse. whoa, whoa. I would be a doctor. Good. Thank you very much. Are you going to have a lab coat? A lab coat? No, but I should borrow one from Mr. Sue. You should. <laughs> there you go. And Andrew, what are you going to be? I'm going to be Dr. Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> no way. From Phineas and Ferb. That is too funny. I so, love that. Yeah, Friday night we're having a little bit of a pre-Halloween party. Ooh, um, who's hosting? 
Um, <laughs> are you we, No, I'm not. Let me we have, we have a lot of friends um, that are going to be there, and um, a lot of us are going to be Phineas and Ferb characters. So we have Phineas, Ferb, um, Perry. Perry's going to be Perry. There's a girl Perry. named Perry, and she's going to be Perry. Um, and I'm going to be Dr. Doofenshmirtz. I don't know how, what I'm going to do about his head, because if, if you've ever seen it, he's... Um, um, First of all, it's a cartoon character, but he has a, a triangle head. He does. Um, so I think I might just put a um, birthday um, hat on my head, the pointy one, and then put some hair on that. Oh, my God. I think that would be really funny. That would be so really funny. So we're going to see how that goes. I also haven't bought anything, but um, unlike Sophie, I'm going to DIY, DIY it. it. DIY he, it up. The only thing I need to buy is a um, black turtleneck. Oh, yeah. He I wears actually that. have one you can borrow. If oh, you want. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to mop. That's the boom. Look at that. Perfect. Yeah. Well, you know, Andrew, I've also heard, I, I, I love handing out candy to trick-or-treaters. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, I don't. Okay. I didn't ask. <laughs> I love handing out candy. And this year I'm a little disappointed because I don't think there are going to be as many trick-or-treaters. Por qué? Why? That is because of the fentanyl crisis that is going on right now. Hmm. So... Lots of parents are nervous to be sending their kids out because of how fentanyl comes in, you know, like colored tablets that could look like Skittles or other candies. Um, yeah. And so they, they don't want to send their kids out and, and risk having them get hurt. So I'm, I'm a little disappointed, but also <clears throat> glad that parents are keeping their kids safe. <laughs> it's a sad reality, but I think if you're just a parent, I mean, you know, as long as you tell your kids don't have any candy... Until you go home, and then well, the parents can sit if you're a through kid and look through it. And it's Halloween, and you're getting candy. It's a little hard to resist. That's a think. fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs> That's me with a lot of things, you know. Yeah. If I buy something, I want it right away. Don't want to wait. Hey, you um, know what? <laughs> is that with you too? Yeah, I I would say you know patience is a virtue, mm-hmm. and I've been working on it. And how's it going? It's all right. <laughs> You just have to be patient. Yeah. Oh, see, that's okay, kind of deep. Favorite Halloween candy? Go. Twix. Right. Right. Twix. What? The right Twix? Why is the right Twix better than the left Twix? Tell me. Crunchier, more caramel, better taste in chocolate. Interesting take. And Interesting yours? Take. I okay. This isn't necessarily a Halloween candy, but it's my favorite candy. I love chocolate covered gummy bears. They're my favorite. You. I tried one. Sophie gave me one. I, I don't like the the gelatin to chocolate mix. Okay, there are two things that are, are separate. I love gummy bears and I love chocolate, but together it's not not my jam. Okay, well it's my jam. Okay, okay. I'm glad. Okay, one more if, thing I would like to talk about on okay, Halloween. Okay, what would you like to talk about? That is our pumpkin walk. Oh my god, I'm so excited for the pumpkin walk. What is the pumpkin walk, Sophie? Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I do. So the pumpkin walk. Is Saturday the thirtieth? No, no. Sunday. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> it is Sunday the thirtieth. Maybe before I'll talk Halloween. about the pumpkin walk. <laughs> no, no, no. I got this. I got okay. this. Sunday before Halloween, and in Mercer Park on Mercer Island, people come together and they carve pumpkins and they line them up around the trail at Mercerdale Park. And there's going to be food trucks and other like a professional pumpkin carver there. Really? Yes. Really. I didn't know that. I know. Have you gone to them before? No, I actually haven't. Neither have I. But anyway, so it's in the evening, and all the pumpkins are lit up with candles. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, jack-o'-lanterns. And then you can just, you know, walk the trail and spend time with your family, maybe drink some hot chocolate. And it's super fun. And 
88.9 The Bridge will be supplying the spookiest Halloween mm-hmm. tunes you have ever heard. Mm-hmm. So everyone better be there. I'm going to be there. And we have to carve pumpkins beforehand. Oh, yes, um, we do. I'm hosting a pumpkin carving party for our ABRO team here at 88.9 The Bridge. And if you're hearing this right now and you just have such an inkling to come, text me. We have some extra pumpkins. <laughs> no, you have to bring your own. Make people bring their own if okay, they want to call yeah, it. Yeah, okay. It's BYOP. Bring your own pumpkin. BYOP. You know, <laughs> the problem is with car- the pumpkins I've carved in the past and the one I'm going to carve is going to be so bad. I don't even know if the people there working at the event are going to take it because Aww. it looks like that is just the eyes sad. are slanted. There's like a nose that's either too big, um, so on, so forth. So I'm, I'm – and, you know – it's dangerous. Yeah. Like either you have the really dinky tools that don't work well, or you, or you just have use a, a big massive old kitchen knife. Yeah, and it's like, how do you get a good angle? And if you're trying to hold it, and sometimes it's a little well, soggy, guess, and you have pumpkin juice everywhere. You're just not a pro like I am. We'll we'll send um, when we do our um, carving. We'll send photos, and we'll um, we'll, have we'll, we'll post them. We'll post them, and we'll say left or right. <laughs> left will be Sophie's. Right will be mine. And you guys will have yeah. to comment. Um, what one's better? Yeah. It's gonna be mine. I'm gonna I'm gonna train. I don't up. know about that one, but all right, we'll see. Well, should we segue into news with the amazing Sid Troff? Yes, Sid Troff. Good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Okay. Great. So let's let's get on with it. All right, go for it. Across the Atlantic, Rishi Sunak is officially the Britain's 57th Prime Minister. This is historic for people of color in Britain since Rishi Sunak is the first person of color to be elected prime minister. More surprises are still to come for elections here in the United States. In the United States, Election Day is right around the corner, and the mail-in ballot applications for Washington State are due on the 31st. The actual Election Day is on November 8th. In Washington State, according to the Seattle Times, the most pressing voter issues are abortion and inflation in this election. Here in the Mercer Island School District, the high school's orchestra has their first ever concert of the year. Here's more information on the concert. This is our high school's chamber orchestra playing their spookiest tune, Phantom Tangos in the rehearsal. The MIHS Combined High School Orchestras have their fall orchestra concert today, October 24th at 7 p.m. This is the first orchestra concert under its new leadership after Miss Miltoon left. Here's what Miss Holiday, the new orchestra director, has to say. In the first orchestra concert of fall 2022 audience should look forward to hearing some tangos from each class waltzes and our big number which is willy wonka and the chocolate factory from the original movie all orchestras will be playing that together join the orchestra in the performing arts center for a night of music and fun yep that is uh, the high school orchestras and they will be playing their spookiest tunes for a concert with a runtime of just under an hour. Now, of course, getting around the country is getting difficult, and Virgin Australia Airlines is offering a lottery for those who choose the middle seat. 
Would you sacrifice your ideal seat for the little chance of winning a hundred and forty-five thousand dollars? No. <laughs> okay. I would not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Continue. I just I had to say no. I would not. I would not sacrifice my my beautiful window seat. I love the window seat. To be in the middle. The middle is just oh, oh. Really? I cringe even thinking about sitting in the middle seat. There's really nothing wrong about it, but I love the window seat. Because I always look outside, or I love the aisle seat because you have more space. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. Sophie, <laughs> would you would you sacrifice it for one hundred forty five thousand dollars? You know what? I think it depends on where I'm going. So if I'm going somewhere for maybe a work, school trip, something, I I might be able to sacrifice my window seat. But if I'm going somewhere on vacation and I want nope. it to be a super fun trip, you know. Looking forward to to what's to come, going to Hawaii, something like that. Absolutely not. I will not sacrifice my. <laughs> I agree. It has to be fun. Your trip has to be fun from the moment you arrive at the airport. Yeah, yeah. is when vacay yeah. starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard it right here. Even with the lottery prize, some people are still having a hard time to giving up their window seat. That's it for the news today. Let's throw it back to Andrew and Sophie. Sid, I, can I want to keep you on? I want to talk about a couple of things. Okay. So I, I read, which was crazy, that the former prime minister, Trust, Liz Trust, she gets equivalent to $145,000 each year um, for being the prime minister for just 45 days. All prime ministers That's get insane. a yeah. um, monthly, or was it monthly or yearly? Well, I'm assuming monthly because she was only the prime minister for, what, a month? No, I, I think it's a yearly salary. It's like she gets paid after the job. Oh, I like see. Like a post-pension um, salary. Sure. And so I, I think it is $140,000 a year for her for the rest of her life because she was prime minister for 45 days. Yeah. And oh. I was just thinking, yeah, just because she had that title. And I'm thinking, wow, I should become the prime minister okay, for five that. minutes. And you're set for the rest of your life. I mean, that is good. You do a job for less than four, less than a month, and you can get in like ten years over a million dollars worth of salary for not working. It's wow. pretty crazy. I mean, that I don't, I don't know, Sid. I, I think it's a pretty good gig. So I, if I was um, a, <laughs> if I was a British citizen, I would. My goal would become the prime minister for two weeks, and then I'd stop. Well. Two weeks and stuff. My question is, so in, in America, you have to be 35 years of age, correct, to be president? Mm-hmm. And you have to, obviously, have to be a U.S. citizen. What what are the, the guidelines, the rules to be a prime minister? You might not know, Sid. Okay. Well, this is why <laughs> we have Dr. Google. That is. <laughs> that is. Well, Sid Googles that, you know, it, it's – we're in comparative government. One of the, we the are things in comparative we, we, government. we learn about – um, the British government, and it's so interesting the way how really their executive branch, so their president or their mm-hmm. prime minister, is really merged with their um, legislative branch. So I was also reading that, you know, the next, you know, the next week, the next time the House of Commons are all together, Boris Johnson is still a, a member of Parliament. So is Liz Truss, and I think, um, um, oh, who's the one before Boris? Um, I'm not sure. Um, Theresa May. Oh. Um, and there's going to be three former prime ministers all in the House of Commons, which wow. is just crazy to me. It's just, you know, imagine an ex-president um, just 
going back to work as like a U.S. House representative or a senator. It's just kind of really funny to me um, that once they're done with prime minister, they like they get demoted. Yeah. And then they keep doing their job. Yeah. Unlike the president, once you're done, you're done. So what did you find for us, Sid, if okay. anything? <clears throat> okay, so it it looks like you have to be 18 years old to be a member of parliament and to run for prime minister you have to either be a citizen of Britain, Ireland, or one of the Commonwealth countries, but you do not need to be born in any of those places. Oh. So, Andrew, your your hopes of becoming prime minister could still come true. I could. And you said 18 to be an MP? Yep. Wow. So, wow. technically, you could have a prime minister at, like, 18 and a half. I mean, you get into parliament, and they need a new prime minister, <laughs> and your party— You be a prime party. minister right now. <laughs> Yeah, you could. If you became a British citizen, head on over and you do have to do that. But I bet, you know, there's harder things like (laughs) tests. Yeah, there's harder. Like CompGov tests. Yeah, there's harder (laughs) CompGov tests with Mr. Kinsey's seventh period. Yeah. um, We also learned in in CompGov, we learned about how a vote of no confidence works. Mm -hmm. And that was also very interesting to me because it's something that the the parliament decides on and it's not it's not anything like an impeachment and it's so much easier to vote out a prime minister rather than going through the whole process of impeachment and I thought that was cool to learn about clearly if she only <laughs> made it forty five <laughs> days Sid thank you so much for coming on and talking about the news there's always a lot of news um, that's true there is always every a lot day of news. it's like it's I mean, like, it's like there's news. Like, what? No, I know, but like crazy news. We're not talking about average news. We're talking about crazy news. Um, thank spe- you, Sid. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Do you want to talk about scary news? Ooh, yes, I do. <laughs> so here at 889 The Bridge, um, our, our wonderful staff. Amazing staff. Fantastic like, the staff. staff we Perfect could ever, staff. Best staff we could ever ask for. Um, one of them, Sadie Jensen, went ahead and Sadie she... Sadie Jensen, my cousin. Yes, it is Sophie's She's cousin. She's at cheer practice right She's now. She's at cheer Love practice. Love you, Sadie. Um, she developed, develop, created War of a World trailer. Do you know a little bit about the War I of do. the Worlds? I do. I know a little bit about the, world, the War of the Worlds. And I know that... So Sadie created this herself, and it's kind of like, maybe not like a play, not a parody, but it's a, it's a remake, one might say, of a different um, War of the Worlds radio show. Um, that happened way back in the 1900s. I don't know which 1900s, but definitely after the year that radio was invented. Um, <laughs> so It'd be weird if it was beforehand, before be they weird. invented radio. That would be really sus. So here we go with Sadie's War of the Worlds trailer. Um, make sure to tune in for this because this is a real um, feature that she's going to be doing on our station. Uh, a, an elongated version uh, is to come. So, yeah. Sadie, take it away. KMIH 88.9 The Bridge presents The War of the Worlds, one of the most famous radio dramas in America by H.G. Wells. On October 30, 1938, Orson Welles stood on a podium inside a Madison Avenue radio studio as the clock struck 8 p.m. in New York City. He was preparing to direct 10 performers in a 27-piece orchestra for the Columbia Broadcasting System's monthly Mercury Theater on the Air show. Millions of Americans were huddled by their radios to tune in, but very few were listening when it was announced that Wells and his co-stars would be doing an original adaptation of H.G. Wells' science fiction novel, The War of the Worlds, which was published in 1898. 
many people came across Mercury Theater as they were on the air without hearing the disclaimer at the top of the radio play. Thus, they found themselves in the middle of an hour-long drama that led some to believe the country truly was under attack. The production was originally intended to be a scary story for Halloween. However, the terror that Wells instilled in America was far bigger than he imagined. Thousands of frightening and confused listeners believe the reports were real. With phone calls, they bombarded police departments, newspapers, and CBS itself. The country was in mass hysteria. Today, the famous radio play has been produced, edited, and directed by Sadie Jensen, starring the staff of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Ladies and gentlemen, the director for today's broadcast, Sadie Jensen. Make sure to tune in to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge on Halloween to listen to my adaptation of The War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells in award-winning spooky stories, songs, promos, and much more. Sadie, wow. You are one of the most talented people I have ever met. Um, that is so special. And Joe, thank you for voicing that. Who? who it's like he did radio that? or something. Yeah, I was like just going to say, I don't know who time. Sadie brought on, but he is really good at <laughs> At promoting things, he should be in the radio business or something. No, for real. I'm so excited for War of the Worlds. That will be such an amazing broadcast. So thank you, Sadie, once again. And up next, we have yet another spooky story. Andrew's getting a little scared over there. I can He's, he's shaking in his boots. But Andrew, go ahead and play us this ghost story. Well, first, before I want to play it, I want to say, like, what is a ghost story? Um, and that Probably is... a story about a ghost, maybe. I heard this one is a little different. Oh. We'll play it and then we'll talk about it. It is really scary. If you guys, wherever you are, make sure the lights um, stay on because oh, last shoot. time, um, last week, <laughs> when our hosts Molly and um, <laughs> Sophie Cartwright were playing a scary ghost story, we turned the lights off on them in so the radio funny. station and they started to scream. Um, so th- this one might get you a little scared. So make sure wherever you are, you have the lights on or you have a flashlight because it's about ready to get scary. And we're going to take it away. Welcome to Ghost Stories with KMIH. The glimmer on the moon on the Argentine slopes was shining bright. Little William was going skiing one night. He took a wrong turn and suddenly he was filled with fright. As he skied on further, he saw a light. As he followed the light, there was more movement, but it was very slight. Little William got interested as the light kept moving. He decided to follow it. He got closer and closer and closer until what he thought was a light shined into the night. Staying in front of him was a seven-foot creature that was no human, no bear, but, but, a yeti. Little William was scared out of his mind. Running away was the first thing that came to his mind, so he started down the hill. Little William skied as fast as his little legs could, but he couldn't take the turns. Speeding out of control, William hit a block of ice. Flying out of his skis, then rolling down the hill, snow was packing around his arms and legs. Soon, he was a snowball. The Yeti lost sight. William was cautious till it went silent. As William tried building himself out of the snow, he was proud he escaped the Yeti. He may have beat the Yeti, but not the cold. Let's just say William slept well that night. Happy, Happy Halloween, Halloween from 88.9 The Bridge. Ah! That was scary. <laughs> that one was pretty scary. Little William, and he... <laughs> I like the ending... Little William escaped the Yeti, Yeti. but not the cold. That is that is dark. That's a plot twist, right there. All of it. This this entire week 
into the weekend. We're going to be playing ghost stories, ghost promos, you know, War of the Worlds. Um, I am so, you know, Sadie has really big shoes to fill. Mm -hmm. The first one was amazing. I know she'll probably do it better just, you know, knowing Sadie. She always does it out of the park. Um, Those, that was scary. Yeah. Uh, I I like the Yeti. That's not a a a traditional um, Halloween. um, It's not a traditional Halloween what would you say? Story. Usually it's about ghosts or something. And I feel like Yetis are under underrepresented um, when it comes to ghost <laughs> That's stories. That's true. Well, because you don't really see them at Halloween. It's usually like Yetis are usually in the cold, maybe more around Christmas time, you know? Yeah. Like, but yeah, I agree with you. It's it's good to see some Yeti representation here. I think we need more. I, I like I, Yetis are scary. Imagine being out in the snow. Do you know that one Yeti from the Christmas movie? He's got like a he's like blue, but he's like got white fur. If you would call it fur, <laughs> is it the one that made snow cones? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> he made yellow snow cones. Well, yeah, we'll get back to you guys on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, that I remember. What movie is that from? I'm not sure. It's one of those um, animated movies, the claymation movies. Yeah, thing. yeah. No, mm-hmm. um, I remember watching that and thinking that's a cool Yeti. Um, we're going to throw it to a song. That's what I like about you. When we come back, we're going to talk about what we like about that Yeti. Um, we're going to find his name for you guys. So stay here, um, with KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. part of the morning show is listening to Andrew sing. I like to sing. <laughs> What's really bad is I don't have a good singing voice. Oh, no. It's like, <laughs> Sophie says, oh, no, and she knows I don't have a good singing voice. Well, um, just sad. We did find Mr. Yeti. We did find we Mr. Did Yeti. We did find Mr. Yeti, and he is from, if anyone has seen Monsters, Inc., there is a Yeti featured. He was banished to the Himalayas, and he's technically the abominable snowman as well, and he makes snow cones for Mike Wazowski. And Mike Sully. Wazowski. Ooh, that was pretty good. <laughs> That's the impression I can't do. that is the that we're talking about, and those snow cones sound pretty good right now. What? A good movie, can I say? Monsters Inc. A classic. Mike Wazowski. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I'll be up at night just thinking, Mike Wazowski. (laughs) Just over and over again. It's, it's, uh, I think that, whatever her name was, the secretary, librarian, whatever. Do you know her name? I don't. The one that Mike was asking. Yeah, we really need another name. I know what you're names. talking about. Yeah. I don't know their, she, her name. She, like, scared me. <laughs> like, still scares me. Like, she's a scary lady. Yeah. Um, Wazowski. <laughs> always, like, that is unforgettable. Um, so we need to move on from our Mike Wazowski, and we need to move it to our sports. Um, Sophia Hill, welcome. Um, Sof- Sophia Hill. Welcome. No, dude. Oh, it, it's no, Sophie Hill? it's Sophie. What the oh, heck? Oh, my God. Andrew. So, this morning we have not one, but two Sophies. I know, and usually it's three or four. Yeah, I should I should be better. There's, to my point, there is too many Sophies. Sophie, That's I true. I know, I feel your pain right now. Sophie when, Sophie, Hill. when someone Sophie calls Hill, you Sophie Sophia Hill. and not Sophie, yeah, it just it happens all the time. <laughs> okay, Andrew, wait, is, is your full name Sophia? Yeah, it's Sophia. Okay, oh, yeah, okay, I saw, okay, I saw on Schoology, Sophia. 
But I knew it's Sophie. But I that's know you. wrong. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's I know. Yeah. I know. Okay. Sophie well, Hill, take it away. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, as both uh, Andrew and Sophie already know, this week is going to be packed for Mercer Island Sports. Tonight is senior night for girls, girls soccer, who will be playing our rivals, Bellevue High, at 7 p.m. in the jungle. And then we have another senior night on Thursday for volleyball, who will be playing Hazen in the Woo-hoo. Mercer Island High School Let's gym. Go. Now let's hand it over to Jenna Martin with this week's captain interview with Ellie Ort, the girls' swive captain. What's up, 889 The Bridge? This is Jenna Martin here with week six of the captain interviews. Today I'm joined by Swive Captain Ellie Ort. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Of course. To start things off, how long have you been swimming? Well, I've been swimming for the Swive team for four years, but really for like 10 years my whole life. Yeah. I love that. I know that your grandpa was a coach. 20 years. It's crazy. I don't know how he did it, but he did. Did that have any influence on you wanting to become captain? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I wanted to be captain because I love my girls. I love this team so much. But also, like, my mom was a captain, and, like, it was just kind of, like, in the family. And I just really wanted to keep motivating my team, you know? So, yeah, that's definitely one of the reasons I wanted to be captain, but a lot of other reasons, too. You talked about how much you love your team. Do your teammates motivate you to become a better captain? Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially because... We're really fast, like we're undefeated, and so when you're an undefeated team, other teams are intimidated by you, and then you feel like, okay, like I'm not going to lose today, we're not going to lose today, and so definitely that's motivating, you want to hype up your team, you don't want them to feel like they're not doing well, and yeah, they're also really, they hype me up, which makes me want to hype them up more too, you know, it's great. I love that, especially because swimming such an individual sport, but you can make it a team sport. Exactly. It is very individual, but when you're with the team, you're with the team, especially in high school swim. It's a lot more team-based than like club swim, so I love that about it. I love that, too. Yeah. Were you excited when you became captain? Oh, I was so excited. I was so excited. All of us that were captain were so thrilled. It was the best, best feeling ever. So I take it you like the other captains and work well with them? Yeah, we're great together. We're a good team. I love that. Do you guys have a fun pregame ritual that you all do? Well, we do, like, secret buddies. We give each other presents, and then every single meet before we go in the locker room, and we give each other, like, a little hype speech, and then we all walk out chanting Mercer Island so it intimidates the other team. It's super fun. I love it. And I get to lead it because I'm captain, which is super fun. I love that. Definitely intimidates them because you're undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. And we beat Bainbridge, the undefeated champions, in the last three years by 61 points. So That's insane. I know. I know, I'm proud of us. Do you guys listen to any songs in the locker room, or is it just like It's hyping like hype up? speeches <laughs> from our coach, from the captains. It's a lot. It's great. But no, we don't listen to music. I wish we did more, but it's just, we do a practice for sure, but it meets, it's harder because there's another team and you're warming up, and so yeah, we don't get the opportunity to listen to music as much. I wish we did, though. How do you listen to music when you're swimming? We'll just blast on a speaker, so then like you get on the wall and you're like, oh, okay, like good music, like motivation. Because some practices are hard, so you need that a little bit, you know? I bet. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Ellie. Thank you for having me. Good luck, and come support MIHS Girls Swive Friday, October 28th at Mary Waite for the Kinko Meet. So, moving on from Mercer Island Sports, um, Seattle football fans are celebrating the Seahawks' recent win over the Los Angeles Chargers, with the ending score being 37-23. to this win, in great part, can be owed to their new starting quarterback, Jeno Smith, who has been thriving in Wilson's absence, entering the Sunday game, leading the league in scoring offense. But while fighting for this win, the team lost their wide receiver, D.K. Metcalf, 
who was wheeled off the field with a patellar tendon injury, although he says he will be returning soon, according to him. And moving on from football, the Baseball World Series is beginning this Friday, where the Astros will be playing the Phillies. In case anyone has forgotten, the Astros swept the Mariners in their division series. They then went on to sweep the Yankees in their championship series. So it's looking pretty good for the Astros, but the Phillies could blow us away with an amazing underdog story. That's all for today's sportscast. I'll just go ahead and hand it back to Andrew and Sophie. Thank you so much, Sophie. That was a wonderful sportscast. I know that you aren't so familiar with sports, as you were telling me earlier. Yeah. So I think that was a wonderful sportscast, and thank you so much for, for having that on our airwaves. Well, it's your third week now, right? Um, It's actually my fourth, I think. Oh. Yeah, so she's she's a pro. She's she was a just being seas- Yeah, seasoned veteran by now. Mm-hmm. I had to step out if you didn't see. Um, no one saw. That's That was my bad. <laughs> I listened from the outside. Um. Yeah, some 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 teacher at our school, Mr. Swanson, some guy. He walked by. He looks in the windows of our recording room, and he goes, "Andrew, you now!" And then Andrew runs out of the station and leaves. Well, and I'm I knew just what, sitting here like, "What?" I knew what it is about. What was it a about? Bad thing. So every year, if you have a 504 plan, they have to review the, or every two years they have to review the 504 plan. Um, and this was the day they had to review mine, but I emailed them last night. If you don't have any changes, you don't have to have a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't have any changes to mine. And I emailed the guy, and apparently he just didn't cancel the meeting. Oh, no. So. Awkward. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Sophie, for yes, your sports fantastic cast. sports. Wonderful. I'm excited for all the senior nights. I don't know if I can make it to volleyball, which I know upsets Sophie, but Ooh, that's really I'll try to make it. Right. In spirit, I'll be there, but I'm always there in spirit. Thank you, Sophie. <laughs> Next up, do we want to talk about. I know earlier you were kind of talking about traveling. We had Sid on. We were talking about planes and traveling. We were talking about being the prime minister, but okay. And traveling. The whole middle seat talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right anyway, That Sophie, was a while ago. That was a while ago. You know, I'm just thinking back to it. Sophie Cartwright is going to talk about travel destinations. Sophie right, Cartwright. let's get it going. Here you go. Are you planning your next vacation or deciding the next place you want to visit? Perfect timing, because I'm Sophie bringing you the travel destination of the week. This week's destination is Martinique, the Island of Flowers. Martinique is a small island in the Caribbean known for its geographic diversity, ranging from the crystal clear beaches to the tropical gardens and dramatic mountains, many of which are available to hike on. If you're trying to brush up your French skills, Martinique is the perfect place to go as the official language is French. The island is packed full of opportunities for outdoor activities, some of the most popular being snorkeling, dolphin watching, and hiking. Seafood is common in many of the island's popular dishes, many deriving from African, French, and Creole cuisine. The best time to visit Martinique is from December to April, which is appreciated for the mild climate, ranging in temperatures in the 70s and 80s. Again, I'm Sophie, and stay tuned for more travel locations, and keep listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Catch me there. Catch you. Catch you there. (laughs) Catch me there. Catch me there as well. I have never been out of the country besides, okay, actually, I've only been to Canada. Outside of the country, because my family and I go skiing there every spring break, and it's really fun. But I would absolutely love to travel to Martinique. That sounds very fun. I've only been outside the country twice. Oh. Three times, but one time I don't remember. I was too young. Um, Once was in Canada with my grandma. I don't know why she dig us up. We were like two. (laughs) And she's like, we go to Canada. Um, And then seventh grade, I went to Thailand. Which was Whoa, what? the coolest experience you never of my told life. Me about that. Yeah, I went to Thailand um, for two weeks. 
That's a long um, time. Right before winter break. So we went two weeks, had a week back at school, and then went on winter <laughs> oh break. Oh, my gosh. That was tough. Make it up work that week. Yeah, um, I bet. Thailand's beautiful. I we know. spent like five days in Bangkok, the the big city. There's mm-hmm. like um, 11 million people there, massive. Holy guacamole. And then the rest of the week and a half in Phuket, which is like a, a resorty area with a beach, wow. pools. And they had freshly made donuts at the resort every day. Was that your favorite part? Oh my goodness. I had so <laughs> many donuts. And then, the, but the worst part was on the last day, I got food poisoning. No. That we were heading back. Oh no. So it was. Um, oh, there's my sister in a house and just walked by. Um, anyway, yeah, she she probably remembers how sick I got. It was tough getting to the airport. Dang. Um, without, I'll spare you the details. You know what? At you know, least it ugh. wasn't the first day. True. Mm-hmm. True. And it was over in like 12 hours, but those 12 hours were tough. Those were <laughs> that tough. That was you after the donut this morning. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be me after the donut. Joe brings donuts, which is just the nicest thing. But uh, one donut on an empty stomach. It's not the best for you. No, it's not. But two donuts is great, and that's what I'm going to do Yeah. right after the show. Are you going to go find some donuts I'm on the streets? I'm going to find more donuts on the streets. Speaking of on the streets, Annabelle went out. The new Taylor Swift album came out, and it she did. said, what do you feel about this? Let's hear it, and then we're going to give our own opinions that you didn't ask for about Taylor Swift's <laughs> new album. But you need to hear them anyway. Midnight. Hello, I'm Annabelle Haggerty, and this is... A series where I go around and ask random people random questions. This week's question is one that's been debated many times. That question is, what color is math? Meaning, what color notebook or folder do you use for math? While most people agree that science is green, math's color has been an area for debate. This week we had two main answers. The most popular was red. Math is red. Red. Math is red. It's definitely red. Red. Math is definitely red. Red. Closely followed by blue. Blue, for sure. Blue. Hmm. Math is blue. Math is blue. Blue. And then we had Tolly and Grace, who took a more creative approach. Without a doubt, math is orange. And if you disagree with me, you're just wrong. Math is uh, most notably chartreuse. Personally, I believe that math is red. However, I respect all opinions here on People on the Streets, except for those of Tully and Grace. As always, thank you so much for tuning in, and make sure to keep on listening to 88.9 The Bridge. Personally, I believe that was not about Taylor Swift, but that was about chartreuse math folders. And Tully, I'm going to have to say, I disrespectfully disagree with you because math folders are just not chartreuse what even who even has a chartreuse folder okay what is what color is chartreuse chartreuse is like green how do you spell it (laughs) (laughs) this is how andrew spelled it in the search bar he goes t-a-r-q-u-n-c-e what darn (laughs) darn good news okay Let's see if I can spell it. C H. Oh, it starts with a C dot yes. T. C H. C H. A R. A R. And then T. T U N C. Oh, oh, I just saw it. Chartreuse. Oh. Yeah, color chartreuse. Chartreuse. Oh, that's yeah, so kind of like a lime. Ugly color. color. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Tilly, thank you for your opinion, but <laughs> oh, that's this is just better. Wrong. Sorry about it. This is. But better. I like the color. Maybe, maybe that'll be like a like a elective color. Like maybe I'd put my radio. My radio work in that folder, but definitely not math. No, I wouldn't. Maybe I would put math. I'd put that ugly color with that ugly subject. Oh, roasted. 
You just got math. That's how, that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> maybe maybe I do need that 504 plan reevaluation. That's why I, I stepped out. I don't. But tar, tar, see, it's like tartruse. How, how did you say it? Tar, Chartreuse. Tartruse. Chartreuse. Anyway, we're going to talk now about Taylor's new album, which does not use the colors of Tartreuse. This is actually really funny because I haven't listened to it yet. Well, I'll give you my opinion. Okay, you go don't for need it. to listen. To okay, it. well, wh- okay, we can have a listening party right now because we're, we, let's have a listening party. We're gonna listen to one of her songs, "Anti Hero" by Taylor Swift, and you decide on this song, and then I'll talk about it. Right, Here right, is right. "Anti Hero" by Taylor Swift herself. I'm not a Taylor Swift hater, but it's really just not the type of music that I listen to. But I really like that one. I really like that song. I would like that song if I was eight shopping at Old Navy with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> that is the perfect oh my God. Old Navy song or it Target is a good old song, Navy song. Which that's not good. That is not good. Hey, Sophie. you know what? Now that you made me think of it like that, that's a little disappointing. But I like that song. What's though. disappointing? Me like, saying that like, or the fact that her song sounds like that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think the song is good. I think the song is good and you're just a hater. I, I don't know. I. What do you listen to? Pink Floyd? <laughs> Lately. <laughs> Lately. Lately you've been I, listening to some Adele. <laughs> so there's this um, guy named Mark De... What's his name? Mark... Mark, Mark Anthony? No. Mark... Um, <laughs> Oh, I don't know his name. Here, I'm going to find it real quick. It's what music Mark, he Mark DeMarco. Mac, 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 Mark DeMarco. I think he has good music. It's like alternative. Yeah, I haven't listened to a lot of his music. It's something I, I really you. haven't listened to it. Um, I, I don't know. With Taylor Swift's thing, I just, um, I don't know. I don't know, Sophie. Well. You know what, Mr. Kinsey has an opinion on it. He does. He 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 wasn't a fan, and I I agree with him. It's just, it's I don't know. How, I feel like I don't know if part of it is I kind of like her old stuff more when mm-hmm. she was really poppy, or I just don't know now if yeah, I have high actually, expectations. I really liked low, her reputation just, album. It was very boss. But that's where girl old, boss. That's where old Taylor died. I know. Kind of liked old Taylor. I know. Like I'm like shake it off. Shake it off. Oh. Ah, ah, shake it off. Well, speaking of Mr. Kinsey. <laughs> speaking of him. First off, for Mr. Kinsey's class, Andrew and I had to produce a project. And we sat there and we thought, let's make this project better than anyone has ever seen. So we decided to wrap it out. Andrew, hit that button. <laughs> but- play the CompGov rap. Before I play the comic okay, of rap, you always, I always have such a good transition, and then you're like, wait, okay, wait, wait, I, I have more. to preface this. And then this. you just ruin it. So th- this rap was six minutes. We had to reduce it down <laughs> to three. Um, we had so many bars to spin. We have bars. Um, just be aware that um, <laughs> some of the transitions are um, a little... T- take a listen for yourself. Yeah. 
It's all about that individual freedom of your own kingdom. You have the right to what you own. This may include your property, bank account, or a loan. Use a megaphone. Be loud and clear. Otherwise, the government might try to take your cheese. We're getting through this like a breeze. See me acting like Hercules. I'm moving quick like heart disease. We like our stash. We keep it in a stash. But understand that there's some public good. Like supporting children through childhood into adulthood. We support our military. We need to make sure it's extraordinary to keep us from our obituary. We only need the government to step in if we're in some deep trouble, like an economic crisis or the housing bubble pop. This economic system is a success. Just look at the Gini index. GDP stays higher than the CCP. Ideally, we'd all be following this, but my sis is gonna reminisce about communists. Mwah. That was a chef's kiss. My time is up. Back it up if you don't understand. I'm gonna throw it to the biggest lips of herself to get the beat back up. Yeah! <laughs> that was fire! But it's literally never worked. Not even on the brink. It's authoritarian. There ain't no bribe. And I can't lie to you. That's just not the right vibe. That's all I got for you. I know that was gas. That's time for So Pro to bring us back to class. Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Adam Smith had similar ideas, too. Aye, let's talk about mercantilism. Old England wanted to get their head in the game, so they colonized countries to receive the fame. Imports and exports, really the gist of the system, increase in wealth and power is the outcome. Imperialism extends countries' power and influence through diplomacy. <laughs> the state has an important role to play. Exploiting natural resources and beating in a contremay. <laughs> Mercantilism along with imperialism left native peoples without a say. Not many individual freedoms, the general public and economy. Guys, I can't, I don't, I don't know how I wrote that so badly. It worked last night when I did it. Sophie, pause, pause on adoption. Let me restart. Pros and cons, there are an array. Let's talk about the pros, so pro here to say. Jobs, they flow. Trade, it grow. Countries collide and culture is amplified. Russia, who? Russia, true. Mercantilism, no longer present in our society, but there are a few states that have something to say. Russia, business, consumer, and producer. To our buddy Putin, money is the power that's the truther. Through their exports going cray, the imports have gone astray. Putin and money go together well. Do they, Putin? And we're canceling the strength and let Russia's economy. So, bro, out. And that, that's, that's on, on Kinsey. Kinsey. <laughs> Woo! I thought that was fire. Andrew, what did you think of that? <laughs> I think we need Sadie Jensen back to play the guitar. Or we need Julia Summerfield back yeah, I to agree. play a song. Someone please come play live music for us. We don't want to have to this make another comedy rap. Desperate, desperate call. <laughs> Sophie, for being in the radio program for four years, listening to myself. I mean, our editing was good. <laughs> our editing was good. Yeah. I, uh, I, it's already enough that I have to like listen to myself, but yeah. rapping just. <laughs> oh my goodness! Ooh, well, it's fun though. If we don't get extra credit for that, I Mr. Heard, Kinsey will be hearing from me. I heard another class rap um, that uh, Nick Nick Chang did. Mm-hmm. Don't hate on him; that's slander. It was amazing. Oh. No, 
No, it no. was re- like way better than like, ours. Better than like ours? I'm slandering us. Oh shoot. Like Oh no. <laughs> like he had like multiple tracks going with oh voice lines. Oh gosh, you make his own beat? No, he it was his he made his own beat and he had like multiple like, like Mason was talking and then there's like an echo of Mason like repeat it. Wow. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I'm But I'm, we have a really fire poster too that Libby made. We do. It's got so You guys put sparkles on it though. We did. It's wonderful. So the poster is is a white poster as you would normally see or find at Walgreens or something and Libby drew the Travis Scott album with his like Jordans kicking up and it's like on fire and there's like a Nike swoosh. She drew that on the poster board. She's super into art. She's very good at it. She's very creative. And it's a, it's a really special poster. So, I think it's going to go well and I think we really understand the concepts that we that we created upon. So, hopefully Mr. Kinsey will like our rap. <laughs> I hope I hope he does too, and I I, I feel it's now that I think about it, the all of his classes have to listen to that. Yeah, that's tough. That is tough. At least we won't be there for for most of it. True, and people had to bring their own headphones. I hope everyone forgets their headphones, <laughs> and then they just don't have. To, no one has to listen. To, it wasn't that bad. I don't know. Why I'm selling a short. It wasn't. That yeah, bad. it wasn't that bad. We put in a lot more effort than most of the other students in that class. That's true. Yeah. We did. Yeah. There's a lot to look forward to this week. There is. Yeah, I think I think I'm really excited for Halloween if I find a costume, if I don't, we'll see. Well, you you have to. I will. I have my scrubs if I need them. <laughs> <laughs> Are they just real scrubs you're just going to put on? I don't know. Oh. Kendall just told me she had scrubs, so we're there just going to go. go with that. There you go. You can text us at 206-275-9104 what you I'm going to wear for Halloween. Oh, yeah. And we're going to read them. Maybe we can give Sophie some inspiration. Yeah. Again, text Maybe us. Maybe DIY inspiration. Yep. Text us at 206-275-9104. We will look them over, and maybe we can even just get some inspiration flowing for yeah. make a little list in case other people are struggling like you. Mm-hmm. All right, 88.9, thank you so much for tuning in to Breakfast on the Bridge this wonderful Tuesday morning, and I hope the rest of your day is just as wonderful as Andrew and my Tom Cook rap. Stay listening. We have a bunch of live music. Um, not live music. A bunch of live shows, music, more songs by Taylor Swift, I'm sure, are going to be coming <laughs> up um, to Sophie's um, pleasure. There there will be more <laughs> Taylor Swift songs. Yes. Um, and maybe some of the ones that I also like. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next Tuesday. But stay listening all week long as we have amazing spooky <laughs> Halloween ghost stories. I'm Andrew. I'm Sophie. We'll see you next time. We hope you enjoyed your helping of Breakfast on the Bridge. Brought to you by our KMIH staff and dedicated to the stories, lives, and people of the Mercer Island community. We hope your dinner was as good as your Breakfast on the Bridge. And thank you for listening.